This podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. They understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Visit them online at mslandbank.com. 25 seconds left to play. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. What up? Yes, sir. We made it to Tuesday, y'all. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Farm Bureau insurance, your hometown heroes, local agents across the great state of Mississippi. Hometown heroes. They're there for you when you need them. 7 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock at night, all points in between. Get a cell phone number, deal with somebody one-on-one, face-to-face, the way it ought to be, really in any business. But it's not that way in every business. But with Farm Bureau Insurance, Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance in the state of Mississippi, that's the way it is. I'm Matt. Beaver's here. Most importantly, you are here. Howdy! How are you all on this Tuesday? A lot to get into Live with you today on this Tuesday. So, as usual, lots of ways for you to be a part of the show. You say hi to me, comment some way with a question, opinion, otherwise, I'm going to see it. And lots of ways to do it. Let me run down the list, shall we? First up, hey to everybody watching on the live stream on Facebook. Lynn is the first to comment, and he comments on my snazzy sports coat. Thank you, Lynn. Caleb is the first to comment on the Periscope live stream over there, Periscope Twitter. And he says, been listening to ZZ Top, shark dressed man. <laughs> yeah, that's a great song. Caleb, am I, aren't I correct that that is, that was the intro song for Duck Dynasty? On, were they, what, was it A&E, the network that had Duck Dynasty, the TV show? And I think they had Sharp Dressed Man was the. The, the theme song for that. So, hey to everybody who's commenting there. Uh, Brandon, hey, Beaver, you you love this. Anybody who's tuning in for the first time, if you're new to the show, uh, Beaver, producing the show, making it happen, is an Alabama fan, correct? Beaver, you still an Alabama fan? Yes, sir. Well, Brandon on the Facebook live stream would like to say roll tide to you. Oh. <clears throat> RTB, Roll Tide Brandon. That's <laughs> a take on RTR. They do have a great fight song. I'll give them that. Don't they call themselves at Alabama the Million Dollar Band? I think that's what they call themselves. Indeed. Well, for a million dollars, you ought to have a good band. All right. Uh, hey, and look at this. Hello, Peg. Thank you for watching on Periscope. Uh, Beaver, my mother, even commented on Facebook. 
Mama says, love the jacket. The color is perfect. And a thumbs up <laughs> from mom. Now, here's the thing about it. Uh, I have not pulled it up. I think today, I think it's working. I'm going to pull this up and see. I think we're streaming on YouTube as well. I think there's a live stream happening on YouTube as well. Issue is, I got no way to know. <laughs> I don't know if it is or not. <clears throat> All right, it looks like it is live right now on YouTube. So for the first time ever, uh, this show, we got five people watching on YouTube. Now, if it's like Facebook and Periscope, given that it's the first time, if someone on YouTube comments, that should feed it right back to me and I should be able to see it all in the same place if someone were to comment on YouTube. So if you are one of the five people <laughs> watching right now on YouTube, feel free to comment and uh, I'll be able to see it. So hi to y'all. But a good, you know, successful, uh, branded and um, established radio show has dedicated listeners who come back every day, just like the folks on the country pleasing text line. It's probably we get more comments there than any other way. So y'all text me today on the country pleasing text line, country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. It is the best, especially in Mississippi. Walk up in a grocery store, say country pleasing, please. You will not be sorry. It is the best. Country Please and text line is 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN, or 885-3776. And call me. I'd love to hear your voice today on this Tuesday on the Divinity Equipment phone, Divinity Equipment, Madison, Ann, and Jackson. Caleb on YouTube. See your comment. Thank you very much. Says I'm live and it is working. And so today's the first day, uh, kind of a trial run on the YouTube channel. If you are listening and you ever want to catch it, we're gonna. it's going to be streaming every day that we stream it. Just like it is on Facebook, just like it is on Twitter, Periscope. It'll be on YouTube as well. And the YouTube channel is just look it up, Matt Wyatt Media. You'll see my name. It looks the same as Twitter and everything else. Now, we have, Beaver, a, um, a little bit of a uh, crossing of the streams. Yeah, you, you a fan of uh, Ghostbusters? You never cross the streams? <laughs> no, that's dangerous. dangerous. Super dangerous. Yeah. What was he said? That, what was the guy said? Ray, if anybody ever asks you if you are a god, you say yes. Uh, well, here's what I'm saying. You're a Bama fan. I played the Bama fight song. Somebody on Periscope named the Ole Miss Vader says War Eagle Beaver. Ugh. Exactly. That's what I thought. Ugh. Wait, what? What? Who? Who am I? Where? The old Miss Vader says War Eagle, Eagle Beaver. Look, I'm not trying to make get under your skin, Beaver, or any other Alabama fan. I just want you to know that Auburn does definitely have a better fight song than Alabama does. Good old War Eagle. They're the Auburn Tigers. They're singing about eagles. 
We can do what we want in the SEC. All right, here we go. Country please and text line, and then we'll get into a couple of things I want to pass along to you. First up over here on the text, Gator Nation says, Hey, Matt, how long you have to work to get 20 weeks a year vacation like Brooks? <laughs> Again, for those that don't know, the show that precedes this one from 10 till noon on the Zone 105.9 ESPN Jackson Central Mississippi. The Gridiron with Chris Brooks and the aforementioned Beaver. Beaver, would you like to comment to Gator Nation? How long do you have to work, he says, to get 20 weeks of a year of vacation like Chris Brooks? Well, Gator Nation, I find it absurd, absolutely absurd, that you would listen to this station all day long and Chris Brooks would be the one that you come after about taking time off. Think back. <clears throat> that boy. I'm picking up what you're putting down, Beef. Good. I smell what you're stepping in. <laughs> I get your drift. <clears throat> Bob says, surely we don't have an Alabama fan in Mississippi. I think Bob is saying that sarcastically. Uh, he, I think so. He knows what's up. True Maroon on the Country Pleasing text line says, Man, Matt, that video of the flag coming down gave me chills. Good job. Yeah, they they uh, lowered the Mississippi, the old Mississippi flag from the from City Hall. I'm sorry. Yeah, from City Hall in my hometown of Tupelo yesterday. And I, I took cameras out there in the drone and everything, kind of documented that and posted it on Facebook and on YouTube. And um, you can kind of see what that was like. And it was really emotional for a lot of people that were there. Uh, definitely. Brahm on Facebook says, I'm looking sharp. And Caleb on YouTube says, any hints about this news between you and Jake? Okay, listen. Jake Wimberly hosts uh, the Afternoon Drive on 105.9 The Zone, Jackson, mm. Central Mississippi. Mm. And the aforementioned Beaver. <laughs> Y'all picking up a trend here? Just attach the aforementioned Beaver to everything. Uh, Matt, you've got to get the name of the show right. What did I say? Because for some reason, Jake can't even get the name of his show right. I said the afternoon drive. It's you the drive. You said the afternoon Yeah, it's the drive, but he keeps saying afternoon drive. Like, well, man, it's your own show. <laughs> know the name of your own show. Okay. You hear that, Jake? Dadgummit, let this sink in. I am now making mistakes because you made the mistake. Yeah, it's not exactly. the It's his fault. <laughs> I'm passing the book. <laughs> it's the drive with Jake Wimberly. And the aforementioned Beaver. Now listen, I'm not telling you anything now, nor is anybody going to tell you anything now. I just put it out there that on Monday, next Monday, it'll be July the 6th, Jake and I will have some news to tell you if you are a listener to ESPN 105.9 WRKS The Zone, ESPN Radio Jackson, Central Mississippi. We'll have some news for you on Monday. Now there's rumors already floating around. Jesse, longtime listener, he hits me up on Twitter over here. I'm Radio Wyatt on Twitter. I tweeted something about it, a little tease there. He said, head to head part deux. I'm not saying I'm not giving you any answers. I'm not, I mean, y'all can speculate all you want. We'll just tell you what it is on Monday. It's news. It will be as of Monday. White Denzel says, uh, Matt, it's Tuesday. You know what that means, right? Well, I didn't really know that t 
Tuesday was the day we did it, Denzel, but I'll take your word for it. He says it's Tuesday. You know what that means? we got to hear some neck from the JSU Sonic. Boom! down if you're listening on the radio and turn it up to 11. Sing them out. All right, so the vibe and the energy of the show is now officially established because of the sonic boom of the South, JSU, the best band in the land, and I'm not even just saying that because it rhymes. I mean it. Law Dog says, Matt, when are you going to be doing Bulldog Baseball Radio Color? That's from Law Dog. I don't know about that. They need to get some baseball players to do that. <laughs> I love baseball. Love being there. They got to get some baseball guys to move back into town. If you're not ready to play, then your wood's wet. Golly, just listening to it gets me out of breath. Thank you very much for the suggestion, Denzel. We've now established the uh, the vibe, the energy. Okay, uh, I promise here's what's going to happen. Uh, I'm coming to Jay and Dave and John and, uh, on Facebook in just a sec. And Periscope, I'm coming to True Maroon. Uh, War Eagle Rich, where I'm coming back to that. But I want to put something in your lap. Two things. I don't know if you saw this. It stuck with me because there was a conversation I had via text. We have conversations. Y'all know what I mean. We have conversations via text nowadays. We don't actually hear a voice, but we're having a conversation with a friend of mine who's in the sports media business. Uh, he is a true friend and somebody I really like and trust. He and I differ at this point, as of today, right now, in our stance of how confident we are or aren't that college football is going to pop off like normal, like it's supposed to on September the 5th. I think it's going to happen. He does not think it's going to happen. See, we're very far apart on this. And again, it's somebody who knows um, football very much and knows the college industry very much but we are very far apart on it he thinks they're not going to play Matt I mean he basically came right out and said they're, they're not doing it he says you watch when we get there by the time it rolls around the liability that's going to be involved in this stuff of putting football players on the field it's going to kill it they're not going to play football he's convinced they're not playing as you know, if you listen to this show, I've been different. I am convinced they are for lots of reasons. And, yeah, financial is one of them. Financially, I think the SEC figures out a way to play. I also am not in his camp yet that when we get to September, we're going to be in a state of meltdown. But then I read this today. 
Now, this is a USA Today a reporter, but they're getting quotes, direct quotes from uh, Dr. Fauci, who I mispronounced his name one day on the show, and deservedly so, y'all laughed at me because I said Fauci. <laughs> I really did. It's Fauci. Here's what it says. I'm just going to pass this along real quick, okay? Uh, he says, the recent surge in coronavirus infections has been caused both by some areas reopening too quickly and by people not following guidelines. His quote was, we've got to get the message out there that we're all in this together, and if we're going to contain this, we've got to contain it together. Testifying weeks after he'd previously warned of needless suffering and death, if appropriate steps weren't taken, Fauci, the top infectious disease expert at the National Institutes of Health, said he's quite concerned about what's happening in many states. And what is happening, in case you miss it, I'm just giving you just a couple of examples. Let's see, what, 9,000 new cases of coronavirus in the state of Florida here recently? You know, I think the number yesterday at about this time for Mississippi was somewhere in that five to 600 range. Other places, you know, we had a day back, what, last Thursday, we had over 1,000 new cases in Mississippi. And it's all pointed back at opening up, started to have gatherings around Memorial Day and all that kind of stuff, but then people not washing up and not wearing masks and spreading the disease. Uh, the disease. Apparently, like out in Arizona, bars have been a big source of spreading the coronavirus around. They're shutting down bars. Uh, I think it's the University of Arizona is putting a stop right now, as we speak, to bringing the athletes back on campus. So let's talk about this mask thing. It is not my place. It is no one's place to tell you what you ought to do, whether you ought to wear a mask, whether you have to. Now, they can strongly advise it to the point that, yeah, they can fine you. Apparently, you can be fined. There are places going to do that. They're saying they're going to do that. If you go inside of a business without a mask on, boom, fine. Okay, they can't throw you in jail. They can't make you wear a mask. But what is the point of all of it? The point is, I don't want to wear a mask either. I don't like it. I don't like everybody wearing these masks. But all the officials in the world, all the officials in the world are saying wearing these masks helps to slow down the spread. It's because these, you know, so many people can have this virus. It can be contagious, but they are asymptomatic. They don't know they have it. And by putting a mask over their mouth, when they go, <coughs> or they don't spit the virus around on everybody. So the mask thing is not about protecting the person wearing the mask. It is about Number one, protecting somebody else, other people. And number two, all of us doing our part to make sure we can get back to normal sooner than later. Peter Burns of the SEC Network. Y'all know Peter. He's on this show a good bit. I'm on his. He is at Peter Burns ESPN. Here's what he said on Twitter. I want to see LSU reload. I want to see Georgia in Athens. I want to see the Gators in the swamp. I want to hear Saban say, I, 
I want to hear War Eagle, The Hogs Called, Big Blue Nation, Rocky Toppin, Neyland. I want to hear Cowbells and Hottie Toddy, Cocky the Rooster at South Carolina and the 12th Man, and I want to hear M-I-Z-Z-O-U. So anchor down and wear a mask. We've got a month to save lives and the college football season. Weigh in. Text me at 885-ESPN or call me on the Divinity Equipment phone line 995-1059. The Ole Miss Vader over here on Periscope says, if wearing a mask means we play and get to attend football games, then so be it. Listen, Ole Miss Vader, I'm not an infectious disease expert. You may not be either. So we have to trust those who say they are, who are, who are saying that could be the key to having football and going back to school and being able to kind of like save the economy. Okay, that could be it. All of us doing our part. Well, doggone it, Matt. Nobody's going to tell me to wear a mask and I'm putting my foot down. Okay, fine. You're selfish. You're part of the problem. That's my opinion now. You, you don't have to agree with it. But my opinion would be that that person who selfishly just says, I don't like wearing a mask, I ain't doing it. I'm going to show y'all. Well, if everybody does that, it's not going to slow down, and we're not playing football. So let's do our part. Or do you have some information that should totally take us down a different path? I'm interested to find out what you think. All right, uh, as I said, True Maroon, Gator Nation, Walton, Nick, mail person, everybody on the country, please, and text line. Uh, I'm coming to your texts shortly. Yeah, and see, Mark commenting on uh, the YouTube live stream right now, and, and this is the kind of thing that I, I'm not sure I'm in so solidly in this camp or that camp on this, but I hear all these different things. And it's like, how can you blame people for given the flow of all this and the, and the quarantine and the lockdown and the open up and the different, but all the different information and all the, the experts that will, will trust them this week. And then next week, those same experts are telling us something totally different than they told us last week. And I know they're trying to play catch up too. Here's what I mean. Mark said on YouTube here in our, uh, I'm sorry, let me go back. He says, one problem is that the experts keep changing the definition of the, of COVID-19 infection. I said yesterday, Mark, I wish there was a simple source out there who would put something on my Twitter feed or in my inbox every day and say, here's the death rate. Okay, because that's what we're all worried about. If it was just getting sick and having to be treated for a long time in a hospital, but you live, then none of this is happening. This is all about how many people is it going to kill? How many people is it killing? Right? That's the true threat. That's the... Big threat. Am I missing it? 
or are people not really focusing on and telling us just how deadly it is or isn't in most cases? I hear every day, so many new cases, this many new cases, and I'll see X amount of deaths in Mississippi. But as far as Mississippi, that's all I'm seeing. I hear like 9,000 new cases of it in Florida. Well, but how many people are recovering? You know, it's it's hard for me as an uneducated just citizen <laughs> to understand all this. Mark said, here in a recent um, Collin County Courts meeting, I learned that if you have any combination of living in Collin County and if you have any combination of two symptoms, you are COVID-19 infected. Really? I mean, so just symptoms... I mean, surely when we're saying somebody is infected, they have give, been given a COVID test and it comes back positive. Surely we're not just going off symptoms, right? I mean, because if it's just symptoms, they're like, well, all right, do you feel out of breath when you walk up a flight of stairs? Yeah. Okay, well, you've got COVID-19 then. Well, the guy may weigh 400 pounds. Well, if you weighed 400, you'd be out of breath too. So it can't be just symptoms. Lynn, hanging on patiently over here on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. What's up, Lynn? Matt, we we, we, we got to worry about COVID, but we got to try to move the goalpost again. I don't know if you've heard, but there's a new possible pandemic coming from China, of course, yeah. called the pig flu. The pig flu. I saw the headline, and I... I saw the headline in the link, and, and frankly, Lynn, I just couldn't even bring myself to click it and bring it to the show. <laughs> but Because I knew I was confident you would do it for me. How about that? <laughs> As if there ain't enough to worry about with the, with the cattle culture we're dealing with and uh, the pandemic that's ongoing that we still got everything up in the air. Let's throw one more log on the fire and just see if we can't really get this deal of blazing. Uh-huh. Look, and, and here's the thing, Lynn. How can we blame anybody for looking at all this stuff that way? I can't blame them. Um, you, you know, the whole thing, well, the whole thing. That, okay, and, and, and I'm going to let you talk. Mark followed up on Facebook, and I mean, on, on YouTube, and he says, watch for moving goalposts so the, quote, leaders can keep us locked down. You know, there, right. there are a well, lot of people out there who feel that way. Well, I didn't think nothing of this deal. There's a big blue thing. I said it on Facebook early this morning. I just thought, okay, whatever. And then I, I listen to a, a political show sometimes on a, on some radio, too. Uh, Dana Loesch, lady. But uh, anyway, she mentioned it. And she's pretty, I mean, she she's just coming up with hot air. And I was like, well, dadgum, there may be something to it. I don't, I mean, there may not never be nothing to it, but apparently it's real. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Why? Can we just not be done with this? Man, I'm just, I'm ready for football season in 2021. Sure. I am too. Yeah. And I think the farther we go with more of this, and Lynn, like the Mississippi High School Activities Association, we got word that they were meeting today and maybe as we speak. I, I would imagine they may be at lunch, but maybe as we speak, they're meeting today anyway. And, and one of the things that leaked out was they were going to discuss an idea that would flip the schedule and have non-contact sports in high school in the fall and move all the contact sports like football to the spring. 
I mean, they're actually I discussing. I mean, I guess. Hey, Lynn, I, I know you got in a windy spot and we're kind of losing you there. So, I, listen, I appreciate you listening and calling, calling, as always, very, very much. Call us anytime. Uh, Dave on Facebook says, I think we will have football. Too much money on TV contracts. However, I don't think there will be fans in the stands. Tailgating would be a nightmare with everyone eating and drinking without a mask. That's just the way I see it, but we will see. Um, Dave, I have to go back to something that was very pragmatic reasoning on the front end of this when we were talking about it and when I was trying to look at it and speculate back in April when people started saying, Matt, they're going to have, they may have football, but they won't have fans. Well, let's look at, let's weigh this out. Here's the scale. It's not safe for fans, but it is safe for players and coaches. Is that what we're saying? Really? Because I got two, I got people, people on the field, people in the stands. It's dangerous for people. We're saying this thing is so dangerous that we can't have these people there. But 30 yards away, we can have those people there hitting each other and hugging each other and spitting on each other and slobbering on each other and sweating on each other. That that logic to me just it doesn't make any sense. Now, I understand the leagues and like you, you take uh Football and baseball have said, okay, well, we're going to distance the fans. Iowa State said a month ago, we're going to proceed as if we only have a 30,000-seat capacity. Even though we have a 60,000-seat stadium, we're going to do half of that, and we're going to sell half of that in season tickets, and that's the only people that can come, period. That's how we're going to do it. So they're going to spread everybody out so we're not elbow to elbow, not touching each other, fans in the stands. I get that. But from a liability standpoint, the legal standpoint, there are too many lawyers with bad intentions that just want somebody else's money. The old joke of it got so cold, I saw a lawyer with his hand in his own pocket. Sometimes we say that about sports agents. There are many, many good lawyers, great people. I know them. But there's a whole bunch that would not hesitate, that can't wait for one player to come out of a game infected with the coronavirus and get really sick in a game in which he played next to humans, yet they said it wasn't safe for the fans in the stands. The lawyer's licking his chops. Chris on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. What's up, Chris? What's up, man? Yo. Glad to see you working. Yeah, thank you. Unlike sir. Brooks. <laughs> hey, give him a break. He deserves a day off, doesn't he? I guess. We'll assume he deserves a day off. <laughs> I'm like them other people. How in the world does he get that much vacation? Yeah, I know. Well, but anyway, anyway, <laughs> what I was going to. Now we lost Chris. Call us back, Chris. You got cut off right there. Uh, War Eagle Rich texted the show on the Country Pleasing text line. He's picking on Beaver and just said War Eagle to him, you know. WDE, 
We know what that means. Gator Nation Texas back and says, I'm out of town on Mondays. B. Renisa, text me Monday and inform. Nope. I don't care where you are, Gator Nation. You can text. I mean, you can tune into the live stream. I'm streaming this show on three platforms live, and it will be on Monday. Facebook, Periscope, Twitter, and YouTube. You can find a live stream. Go to the website, The Zone ESPN, uh, ESPN The Zone 105. I'm sorry. TheZone1059.com. <laughs> How many ways can I screw that up? TheZone1059.com. You have no excuse not to tune in and figure it out. Um, hey, Beaver, help me out here. What should we do since we got Chris back? Should we pop him up first, or what do you think? Uh, yeah, make sure Chris knows what he's talking about before he runs his mouth, and okay. we'll get him back on. Okay, Chris, hit me up, man. Yeah. Uh, what'd you call for? Well, what I was going to say was this, is that I'm not a very black helicopter conspiracy type person. Yeah. But this is all starting to seem a little weird if we're getting something else coming this away from China. I mean, it really is. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, what, you know. Yeah, why? I was going to say some other stuff, but it sounds like the music. Yeah, the music has started, Chris, but you said a mouthful, I promise you. And listen, man, you're, you're, um, we do have to be careful. We, we, we don't want to jump to conclusions, but it's not black helicopter. The fact is there are millions of people thinking that and wondering the same thing that you just brought up. You know, you're going like, really? Same place? Come on now. Chris, appreciate you calling back. Thank you. Uh, Trey, if you'll hang on, I'll come to you next, and then we'll jump into our countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. Today is 67, team number 67. They're from the Big Ten. That's coming up. Stick around. Thankful for a little hot coffee still left in the thermos from breakfast this morning. Hot coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany, Mississippi. That's where they roast it. It is the best stuff I've ever had from a coffee perspective. And you need to get some there, too, if you haven't. Highpointroasters.com. Trey, hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone line for a little while. I appreciate you doing that, Trey. What's up? Hey, Matt. Uh First off, I just don't think that as a society we should live in fear. I think that's what's happening. You know, people, they say things like cases, and in most people's minds, the word cases is equal to death. And that's not fair, but um, I understand that, you know, of the severity of the the virus and and what it's doing, but we still can't live in fear. We've just got to be careful. And uh, in terms of the, the safety procedures, I still think all that is up in the air. You know, regardless of the fans in the stands, whether it's going to be the most contact, as you know as well as anyone, especially SEC countries, tailgating pregame, the Grove, the Junction, places where they got tents set up, you know, 100 tents side by side by side. You know, they haven't talked about how they're going to police that, or have they? Maybe I've missed it. But uh, anyway, just wonder your thoughts. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Trey. You know, and you're on top of all that stuff. You know, somebody else brought up the tailgating thing. To me, there's no question 
you're looking at a situation where, I mean, there's just not going to be wild, uh, sorry, wide, well, in some cases wild, but widespread tailgating on the campuses like you normally have. I just can't see that happening. Not without something majorly different, like somebody brought up signing waivers or something for the people that choose to do it. Um, and, you know, Trey, it seems like you're right. It seems like a lot of this could be a job creator. It's just where there's money going to come from. But a job creator, because you're going to have to have a lot more personnel checking temperatures before people walk in stadiums. You know, like if you've been anywhere, if you've gone to a medical facility, which we have a couple of times as a family, it can be something serious like the hospital, or it could be walking into just like a regular eye appointment checkup or something. Before you walk in, they go up to you on your forehead and there's no, they don't touch your forehead, but it reads your temperature from a few inches away and they just get it real quick. Make sure you're not running a fever before you come walking in, you know, well, how many people is that going to take? Are they going to be at the metal detectors? You know, there's just a million questions that come into it. All new protocols. And they've had all these months to, to work on it, frankly. And they have been working on it, trying to figure those things out. But the issue to me is, I mean, it really is. If we have, like we have, we have professional athletes opting out for safety reasons, then what are you going to do to get to a point where you can run all those college players out on the field without some type of tremendous liability issue? That That's what I'm saying. And I'm not smart enough and don't have the energy to figure all that out. Uh, I have a countdown of 100 teams in 100 days we're going to do. And we'll see if we get it in here in a minute. If not, we'll hold on to it to the top of hour number two, our Countdown of 100 teams in 100 days leading up to the start of the college football season is brought to you by Matt Anderson Properties with National Land Realty. And so uh, we'll have team number 67. We are 67 days from Saturday, September the 5th as of today. But first, back over to the phone line, Jay in Baltimore. Hanging on. What's up, Jay? Well, Matt's official $2.9 million signing bonus for uh, JT again. That's over one4 over slot value. So what you're looking at basically is a rotation, unless something changes, as Christian McLeod, Will Bednar, and Eric Sarantola going into next year. Yeah. just want to get your thoughts on that. Look, next year is supposed to be an extremely competitive year with the short Major League Baseball draft, uh, and you're losing the talents of Westberg and Foscue. Uh, how do you feel going into next year? Well, you know, if we're, we're as far as how we feel about Mississippi State baseball going into next year, Jay – I'm to a point where I don't worry about the program and I don't worry about the program having players. Now, that may be a super-duper overconfident and cocky way to look at it, but with what the program has become and the way that Lamonis and all of them are recruiting, with the things you mentioned, shortened draft, more players are back, I'm just not worried about them. Um, McLeod, and that's the other thing about it, is, I mean, we got a really small glimpse this year, didn't we, Jay, that McLeod's really your ace anyway. I mean, am I all too far no off? Question. So, well, no question. McLeod was, I think that's, uh, you can depend on him. Bednar is the one that showed a lot of promise. Um, yeah. I still go back, as I said last year, Sarantola's that wild horse. 
Uh, we just the X factor. I mean, his talent is through the roof. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it'll it'll depend on him for sure. I appreciate it, Matt. You know, outside of the haircut, Jay, he's Rick Vaughn. <laughs> when when it's dialed in, you can't hit him. But if he gets a little loose, he's got to dial it back in. But he's it's all a matter of just experience for Sarantola. Uh, I saw this as a funny tweet. Ben McDonald, you know, former number one pick, analyst now for college baseball on ESPN, the SEC Network. There was a tweet out there so that showed Justin Foscue out of state got a $3.25 million bonus. First rounder. Another first rounder, Westberg, the shortstop out of state, got a $2.36 million bonus. JT Gann goes in the second round, gets a $2.9 million bonus. The signee, Austin Hendrick, out of high school, gets a $4 million bonus. And Blaze Jordan, another signee uh, out of high school, gets a $1.7 million bonus. Ben McDonald retweeted all that and says, well, boys, if I need to borrow some money, I'll just call the folks over at Hale State. <laughs> I mean, incredible the way that worked out financially for those guys to be taken inside of just that limited five-round draft. They really, 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 really were uh, able to cash it in. As promised, the countdown. It's the final countdown. 100 teams. 100 days. The Countdown is presented by Matt Anderson Properties, a member of National Land Realty. Call Matt Anderson at 408-5155. That's 408-5155. Yeah. All right. So Matt Anderson Properties with National Land Realty can help you buy or sell that piece of property. They have the land 360-degree interactive touring, so you can view the property without ever setting foot on it. Pretty cool. And if you're selling a property, Matt will get you comprehensive internet traffic reports for your listing. So call it, Matt Anderson, 408-5155, 408-5155. 67 days away from Saturday, September the 5th. So team number 67 on the countdown is, from the Big Ten, Sparty! Michigan State. That's what I meant when I said Sparty. Y'all knew that, right? Y'all know that. They call Michigan State Sparty. It's actually a pretty fun fight song. I always love it in the fight songs when they sing. Team number 67, the Michigan State Spartans. They begin the season in 67 days when they host Northwestern in East Lansing. Did I have that right? East Lansing, that's where they are. Uh, Week two, Michigan State's going to make a trip that we at Mississippi State made back four years ago. Going to go to Provo, Utah and play BYU out there. It is such a beautiful place. Go if you ever get a chance. So Michigan State goes to BYU week two. Out of conference week three, hosting Toledo. And then they're going to host Manny Diaz and the Miami Hurricanes in week four. Pretty interesting week four non-conference matchup if it happens this year at the end of September. And then they'll jump into a Big Ten play. And in the Big Ten this year for Michigan, here's home and away. They are going to have home games with Michigan, Ohio State, Minnesota, and Rutgers. The road games in Big Ten play for Sparty will be at Iowa, at Indiana, at Penn State, season finale at uh, at Maryland. First-year head coach with D'Antonio stepping down. 
is going to be Mel Tucker. <clears throat> Last year, they were seven and six, four and five in the Big Ten. You know, I've been reading a lot about how, frankly, Michigan State's offense just a lot of people felt like they needed a, a new paint job on that offense for the last several years. When you think of Michigan State football, what do you think about? Somebody walks up and just goes, Michigan State football. Well, what's, what do you think about them? Well, you think of the color green, and then you think of what? Play action from under center, quarterback turns his back, pro style, fake it to the running back, throw it to the tight end, you know, pro style stuff. And uh, so, I, you know, that's a connotation anyway. It's not necessarily always accurate, but that's just the connotation. You look back at that team last year, and there was a lot of stuff swirling around that team. You know, they had to fight through a lot of stuff early in the year and preseason, and at least in terms of distractions. So the coaching change and moving over to Tucker, put everything behind them and just move on is going to be certainly best for the program long term. But they were off to a really good start last year at Michigan State. They started 4-1, and one and their only loss was a really low-scoring game against Arizona State. They were 4-1 and one to start the year. And then October came with back-to-back -back road games at Ohio State, Wisconsin, and hosting then Penn State. They lost five in a row, 34-10 to 10 to Ohio State, 38 to nothing to Wisconsin, 28-7 to 7 to Penn State, a close loss to Illinois, and just got drilled at Michigan 44 to 10. It totally killed their season. But they did go to a bowl and they beat Wake Forest and it put a little nice paint job sending them off into the offseason. That's Michigan State, team number 67 on the countdown. Hour two coming up. Stick around.